1: Oh, look at that. I knew something about a punk band. Just some old
2: fat drunk dudes jumping up and down.
0: (laughs) This tree just planted itself
2: right
1: on top of the cement.
2: I did watch a YouTube video today. My dad mashed potatoed of of Chris Grava. Aaron doesn't know who Chris (laughs) Grava is. It's so good. (laughs) That's great. Welcome everybody to the Punk Tree. This is Mike and yes. I am here with Jesse.
1: Hello. That is me. That is me. yeah, that's my voice. That was me.
2: And Aaron. Uh-huh. Good evening, fellas. Hey, Mike. We are recording we are recording in the night times here when it's getting dark fairly early. Way too early. I it hate just started
0: it. raining. Fucking did it ben actually, Franklin? Man, what the hell was ben that guy Franklin, thinking?
2: you stupid idiot!
1: <laughs> Gosh,
2: is it? There's a I storm mean, tonight, think... right? There's supposed to be a storm. Yeah, yeah it's, supposed to, it's supposed to
1: start raining right now and not stop until after I'm done disc golfing tomorrow. What? Are you Wait, gonna what disc time golf? Are you disc golfing. Six o'clock
0: Whoa. in the morning. Yes. It's Supposed to rain like all day tomorrow.
1: I know.
2: So I guess technically that is
0: after you will be done frolfing.
2: Did you know I don't try and be cool and say that I love the rain? I hate the rain.
1: I like like the smell of freshness, like right after the rain.
0: I am indifferent to the rain because I am very cool.
2: You are. You are so cool. So cool. I, I just don't give a shit about it. I wish it was only allowed to do it at night. Like that you would can be rain just every night for like two hours, like a sprinkler system in California. Just like that every night. That's a smart way to do it. I know it's a really dumb design. It's like the what worst about mistake. those
1: cucumber slices that you've <laughs> got there? <laughs> Jesse the ones on my nipples. <laughs> oh god. Well, I just we said we weren't gonna bring that up during the episode, dude. I how could it be avoided? It's right
2: oh in front my of me. Oh gosh.
0: This is why I didn't want to get into podcasting in the first place, having the entire world know everything about me.
2: That you have cucumber slices on your nipples? Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. Sensitive. You have to take care of it, Jesse. I hope you're proud of yourself. I hope you're really proud of yourself.
1: Fucking Jesse. <laughs> Dude, but just imagine just imagine biscuits but for dogs.
2: They exist. They're yeah, called dog been biscuits. For a while. I gave my my give them away like an hour ago. Yeah, they, they give them away at like those like dog-friendly establishments, like stores and restaurants. Are they like nutritious biscuits? I think they can make them however they want to make them.
0: I think most of them just taste good to the dog.
1: To the really dog. Good, good, to clarification. good clarification. Good clarification. Yeah. All well, right this is obviously this is obviously on the right track. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. So maybe we should get into some more serious stuff. Mike, I mean, what have you been inserting into your ear
2: holes? Yeah, let's let's jump to that. Um, jump to some stuff we've been listening to uh i'm gonna start maybe can can we do something a little different can we go around maybe a couple of times so just like a thing and then we'll go around again and say a second thing let's do that that's what we're gonna do um so i will say uh one thing that i have been listening to quite a bit and um it's connected to uh I, i enjoy this music but also Uh, being a teacher and we are in the midst of a pretty crazy time in terms of in terms of like what education is like and means and where maybe it's going um, these days. Uh, I also don't work in a very traditional school Um, and I would say that like kind of the world that I live in in terms of uh, philosophy and stuff is like a pretty progressive arm of, of the education world Uh, And so Aaron and I were working out the other day, a song by um, Propaganda came up called Board of Education, uh, B-O-R-E-D, Board of Education. Um, And I had heard it before, but I like went home, listened to it again, dug into it, pulled lyrics up, did a bunch of analysis of those lyrics and stuff. And actually, I'm going to be sharing a little bit of some thoughts from it tomorrow morning at a, a staff meeting that I'm going to be a part of.
3: Dear Board of Education, so are we. Huh. So are we. At no point in the lives that we actually live do we sit in rows and listen to pontifications. At no point did Mama pass written exams out on how to wash the dishes. No. She pulled the stool up next to her at the sink, handed us a dish rag like, watch how Mommy does it, now you try learning by doing such a crazy idea it might work
2: so let me turn it over to aaron aaron what have you been listening to
0: i have been listening to rap against dictatorship and i'll give you a wild guess as to why i like them because
1: they're against dictatorship
0: yes
2: i hate dictators
1: <laughs> mm-hmm um i i i mean there's lots of taters i don't mind though
0: But not dick taters. See, a
1: tater is great, but then you add a dick to
0: it, and it just becomes a big dick tater. (laughs) Right? Just a a tater that's running around with a dick, just screwing everything. What is your (laughs) favorite kind of tater, then? Any fried form of tater. But let's move (laughs) back to Rap Against Dictatorship. Uh They're a Thai rap group. Like, Thai is in there from Thailand. Um, and they, all their music focuses on protesting against the monarchy of Thailand. So they do rap in Thai, so I can't understand a word they're saying, but their songs, like on the videos, usually have the subtitles, so. And the translation doesn't come out perfect, but the idea comes across. And I really like it. They they touch on a a lot of different uh, issues, not just the authority, but like they have one song that is solely about this uh, system called Sotu in Thailand, um, where basically the older students in school are, they're allowed to haze the younger students. It's not like, Here in the U.S., it happens, but it's not, like, sanctioned by the school over there. It's, like, it's a system that's put in place, apparently, from what I understand. They're getting pretty serious repercussions for it, too. Like, uh, the government in Thailand blocked them from YouTube. Uh, They've even put out, like, official... The government is basically sanctioning them. Anyways, I really like them. I want to support them. I think other people should start listening to them.
1: Send them money okay
2: yeah All right, Jesse how about you what have you been listening to Uh,
1: the first thing that I'll mention is a live stream concert that uh, we watched I didn't um, watch it by myself Um, you were able to come over and we put it up and it was uh, a band I uh, I have listened to for several decades and this was actually a 20 year anniversary uh, a full playthrough of their album and the band is Project 86 their Southern California band Kind of came on the scene, kind of, kind of got the label as new metal, but I think they're more, more of a straightforward kind of hard rock band. But the album that they uh, did a live stream of was Drawing Black Lines, which was kind of monumental in the music scene and in my music I listened to at that time. It's just fantastic, and the live stream was quite good. Um, I was probably most impressed with the vocal performance of Andrew Schwab. He definitely it was, brought it yeah. strong. He sounded very good. He can yell good. (laughs) Not a, not a big screamer per se,
2: but he yells it. Yeah, and the production itself, too, was so well done. Like, I, I feel like you've watched a lot, a lot of live streams. I've watched several. Um, I think it might have been the best so far.
1: Oh, did you? But you watched some of the Under Oath ones. You didn't think those were
2: pretty good? I didn't love it. It was so frenetic. Just, just, okay, that's what like, I thought you were going to do. It was, was the cameras were moving so fast and they were doing such quick cuts so like a lot of the like I like quick cuts in like short films and stuff um in fact I was talking to my students about this today I like like trying like or Brian was my teaching partner was was telling students about like you know four or five seconds and then you change the scene you change the the shot change the shot I felt like the under oath thing was like man sometimes it's like one or two seconds and then it would jump to another camera and jump to another camera so this had a similar feel because it was like a round room, r- like a circular kind of recording. But it gave us time to like appreciate what somebody was doing and the camera would sit on them for long enough to give us the full show. I don't know. Did you yeah. feel you, you, you no, I, like? I it thought it the production was very good, but
1: I also I just thought that the over I, I see what you mean. It was a little frenetic in the Under Oath one, but I thought that the overall um, stage for Under Oath just looked a little better. But that doesn't matter. Uh, the Project 86 live stream was really fantastic, and it was great to hear him play that whole album, of which it's a whole album that I absolutely love. They played it straight through. It was good. What's uh, what's your second turn, Mike?
2: Yeah. Um, I was actually going to say that uh, one thing that I had done, actually, recently was I was, I was editing a few things on our, our podcast page, and... Um, and I was as I was doing it, I, I looked through all the list of the songs we had in our top 10 lists um, from before. And I had listened to some of those things like Aaron had a couple bands I had never heard of or I had never listened to. And so I listened to those. Um, but uh, I list, I ended up listening to quite a bit of, of Noah Gunderson, which Jesse had one of his albums on his top 10 list. Um, Singer songwriter up in the uh, Pacific Northwest. Um And I I was just shuffling songs um, from Noah, which are really, really good. I also think he has some of the best, like, in-studio shows at, like, KEXP, which I really like KEXP stuff. Um, So, yeah, I was just saying, I was, I, I, I thought it was great. It was fun to take it in. What else have you been doing?
0: Um, this past week, I've been listening to Black Sheep of the American Dream by Death by Stereo. Like, a lot. Have and, you? And I have, yeah. Um, like, I think I've listened to that album five times in the past week. Uh, I don't remember exactly what. Oh, um, the song depression expression
1: I get into my second live stream Thing that I want to talk about When Aaron mentioned that he listened to that one record Like five times just in the last week It made me think, oh what have I listened to the most In the last week, and I can top Five times because I've already listened To an album seven times this week Any guesses? I have a guess Yeah, what's your guess?
2: I believe it is Eternal Echo by Shades Apart
1: It is, that's the one I've listened To it seven times already
2: Wow do you know how many times I've listened to the album you challenged me to listen to? Zero. One and a half. I'm looking for the post-it note that I wrote it on because I don't remember what it was. Seven
1: it was My, Beloved. I know it was the... Beloved. Beloved, yep. Yes, the second live stream actually happened last night, and it was another, um, like, an album, full album playthrough by one of my favorite bands. Um, and it was the 17-year anniversary to the day of the album The Week's End by one of my favorite bands, Emery. Their production was fantastic as well. I think it was actually, like, kind of a in between the two we were just talking about, how one was sort of frenetic, but one was a little more backed off. The one thing I liked about this one, though, was... Uh, I think they they did a lot of mix in post because they didn't actually they recorded it live um for sure they played it with no tracks for sure they were playing everything live but um i do believe that they didn't stream it live i think that they set a time and they streamed it after the after the recording fact and so they had some time to um actually mix what was happening uh in post and it was really really good particularly the vocals uh just sounded phenomenal uh Emery has is always multi-vocalist going on lots of overlapping stuff and they sounded really really good so um, i enjoyed that concert last night on my own
2: Yeah, the video that you sent us actually you could tell you were enjoying it because you were definitely kind of slow moshing in your living room by yourself because the phone like the video is getting closer and away and swaying up and down <laughs> as you're sending us that clip it's pretty funny all right uh another thing we've been doing um lately is just mentioning the thing we all have in our hand which is a drink <laughs> uh, so let's, let's keep that going around. Um Aaron, what, what do you got there? What are okay. you sliding out of your super cool punk tree beer koozie?
0: I have Capitolium by Urban Roots. It is a Belgian style golden ale. Um And it is quite delicious. I think uh, one of the better golden ales that I've had, because it's not a, at least Belgian golden ales, because it's, not terribly sweet. It's got a, a nice balance of hop bitterness um, and a little crisp uh, flavor to it. You know, it's not dry, but it's also not sweet. I'm really digging it. And this is one of the ones that my uh, great sister-in-law gave me for Christmas.
2: And, uh, uh, yeah, go ahead. Does it taste like like a Belgium? It So not not a, Bel- not a belgian beer but an actual person a belgian person yeah does it, does I it haven't taste
0: like one a belgian person in so long that i couldn't really tell you <laughs> um
2: well i'm glad you were enjoying both a belgian and a golden ale yes, because those are two things i don't really feel that i would want to consume
0: And like Jesse has been doing, I will go ahead and make a description of this beer without reading from the can. Belgian-style golden ale. 6.5% alcohol, forward slash volume, 16 fluid ounces, in parentheses, one pint, brewed and canned by Urban Roots Brewing.
2: (laughs) Your thoughts happen to be in parentheses.
0: Yeah, I okay, definitely great. wasn't reading from the camp. You've
1: never had parenthetical thoughts? No. Yeah. No. All Dude, right, Jesse.
0: I someone that studied literature like you would have parenthetical thoughts all the time. I never studied.
2: I never studied. Okay,
0: someone with a degree
1: in literature.
0: That
2: doesn't mean your Degrees are pointless. All right, Jesse, what do you got?
1: I'm going to try to make this sort of be... Um, I'm going to see if I can... Mention this beer more often than Aaron mentions Death by Stereo. You can't, because this is what I'm always having, and it's an Alpine Nelson. It's a unfiltered rye IPA Nelson, uh, hopped, and it's it's perfect. I I rarely want something more than I want one of these.
2: Yeah, it is to me and to you. And to all of us here in San Diego, maybe it is becoming the beer. It's like the quintessential San Diego beer.
1: It's Is it? It's exceptional.
2: It, it really is. I, I would throw like 394 up there with it. Um, Sculpin is right there. Even Sculpin though... is. I just don't really like Sculpin, I guess. That's why I didn't mention it, but yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Right.
1: But but this isn't just... Uh, well, I think if you mentioned... A, What's the San Diego IPA? I think
2: Sculpin's probably going to be mentioned first. And some people would probably say a stone beer.
1: Yeah.
2: I have not said what I was drinking yet. Would you like to tell us? I'm not drinking beer, so I don't know if that makes me not cool. It does make you not cool. Uh, but I am drinking tequila here.
0: What kind of tequila?
2: It's um, an Añejo uh, tequila. Um, and it's uh, it's Centenario, which is... Uh, friend of mine turned me on to a couple years ago and I greatly like it and I have grown very much in liking of sipping on some tequila similar to how I drink like bourbon or something
0: I'm with you there
2: all right Thank you, guys. Um, so I think what we're going to try and do next is, is play a little game. Is that all right? Can we try this thing? Sounds good to me. We're going to try this thing. So New, one, new game? A new game, new game. So uh, something that we do on the show kind of throughout everything that we do is um, we try and, I don't know, have fun thinking our way through and chatting our way through um, the punk world and how all three of us very much have different kind of places where we have loved it, followed it, abandoned it, and everything in between all that. Um, and so, uh, a fun thing about music now, or music from throughout our lifetimes, is the genres are blurry. And it's it's kind of cool how some things have informed and led to other things. And so... Uh, the game we're gonna play is a little bit of name that genre, and we're gonna we're gonna do another whip around. And while we're going, um, each of us is gonna to toss up a song to share, and then uh, and then we kind of have a conversation just about like what, what do we call this, like where does this fall? Maybe what are some other bands that might help us identify what this is? And we'll see how it goes. Ready for that?
1: You know what time it is time for name this genre I don't care if or- <laughs> um, yeah. so i guess if this is going to be a recurring segment might as well have uh, a drop <laughs> no <laughs> no comment
2: all right so will anybody will anybody go first
1: yeah here we go
2: I know what I would say Jesse Do you have a thought To share Alright So I think there's a little bit of uh, You're maybe trying to lure us Towards saying Ska music But I think what I would call it Is I would call that Two-tone Horns In punk music But it doesn't have like Up-strumming The flicking Like reggae-ish thing That ska music would have in it
1: Yeah Yeah on that backbeat, it's different. I would call it probably Ska Punk.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't put Ska in the name at all, because like Mike said, it doesn't have that...
2: I knew it. I knew you are trying up. to lure us toward it. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Um, but I also really didn't expect either of you to uh, say Ska just because of that. Like, Ska kind of has a that signature guitar up flicking... Do, 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 do.
1: Like from reggae. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I would call it, um, man, I mean, I might even go as simple as punk with horns.
2: What's the difference uh, between punk with horns and two-tone? I don't know. Honestly, I've never really understood what two-tone meant. Like, two-tone to me goes back to, like, the specials. Yeah. Oh, I have, I have a couple of specials vinyls, and, like, it, it has kind of that vibe. Maybe a little bit of the chicka-chicka-chicka, like, that the little dancey palm yeah. muted clean guitar sound there is some of that in there who are we mm. listening to tell us that. Uh, this was shooting the moon by voodoo glow skull cool all right uh jesse do you want to go next
1: yeah i'll share my sound here
2: Interesting. Interesting. I actually wish I had written a couple things down. Because my initial thought, Jesse, was this is going to be some technical metal something. Like, just, like, the way that guitar was so, like, precise. And then, like, the fat, fat guitar with the brakes. Yeah. But that's not where I landed. That's not where I landed in what I thought. But I don't want to say everything that I thought until... Aaron has to say something first.
0: I was going to say progressive metal, that same guitar part that you mentioned, um, reminded me of more of the progressive metal bands like animals as leaders. Uh, that's what I got from it.
2: Yeah. That's fascinating because I was going to say there's so much prog rock in this. Yeah. That was my, and, and it was fresh in my brain. Cause we were talking about rush the other day a little bit.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but there were definitely, especially in the sort of vamp section there oh, there yeah. was like that bass with drums that felt very like oh you guys are really proud of the part you wrote and you really want to play it a bunch um, I'm going to say something else that I hear a lot but I actually hear this in a lot of music that people say is metal I think there's quite a bit of emo in this like those vocals to me were very emo-y vocals
0: oh I would totally agree with that
2: Is that, like, an okay thing? Can, like, metal... Is there, like, metal emo? Metal-mo?
0: I think you actually... If you pay attention to the lyrics and how... um, How vocalists do the vocaling... There is a lot of emo-ness in it. They won't call it emo. I mean, I'm assuming that when we say emo, we just mean emotional. Yeah?
2: Yeah. Uh, I... I think there's actually like a thing to it, though. I think that emo vocals are often like considered kind of whiny. They're kind Uh, of dramatic. Dramatic. Sometimes sometimes operatic. Sometimes operatic. Like I think of bands like Panic at the Disco, My Chemical Romance, AFI, even had like kind of led into that a little bit. Um, that ringing voice.
0: Yeah, I can see that. Kind of draw out notes
2: Yeah Jesse what were you Going to say Oh uh,
1: I don't know You just Were talking about emo and, and I think it has To do with What you're singing More so than how Although I understand That there's 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 some things That are within there That are common to hear So I get it But anyways That was um That band was He is legend And that song is called Either they decorated For Christmas early Or they're all dead and I think the song is... Uh, I love
0: that title.
1: <laughs> and I just think that song rips. It's just a ton of fun. Interesting what you said about the vocals. Uh, like, his vocal delivery, you thought, had some emo to it. But you actually didn't quite get into um, his full vocal range there. He he absolutely can... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He can, he can growl it out pretty well. Does it get snarly? Oh, he can snarl it out for sure. Snarl it out yeah
2: cool man thanks you're you're up mike you're supposed to play
1: something for us now cool
2: all right um play us
1: that uh play us that hooba stank song
2: some hooba you playing Hoobastank?
1: Dude, dude i wasn't laughing at this song did you see what i put in the chat
2: yeah jesse shaking the shit out of a carton of milk <laughs> <laughs> children conceived on nickelodeon shows <laughs> so for our listeners there has been an ongoing stream of conscious like thing happening in the chat that we can only maybe mention bits and pieces of because some of it is is just too weird
1: Rasputin's Rasputin's
2: ponytail uh-huh prosthetics made out of mashed potatoes <laughs> all right Wait, I it
0: I- prosthesis made out of mashed potatoes uh, uh-huh
1: mm-hmm raking okay. up the leaves and gluing them back on
2: <laughs> all right so I do have I do have some music ready to go you guys probably recognize this and I genuinely wonder the answer to the question what genre is this
3: I'm Now I can say that I'm trying And I hope you will forget
2: Things I still left take Um, that's death metal for sure death glam metal
1: (laughs) well I'd have to see a picture of their hair it could be hair metal
0: it also might be glam death metal
1: it just has to be metal no but um so I I know who this band is and what this song is and that's one of my favorite songs it's phenomenal um how would I genreify? it it's kind of tough because this particular song isn't also, uh, over their over their discography they had um changed album to album kind of significantly and this particular album to me um is like sort of after their more punk to emo phase that that this band had um they kind of did come in part of like that third wave of emo, kind of after the super early stuff, and then into like the dashboards and the Jimmy Eat Worlds, they were in like the whole group of bands that came kind of after that, um, but man, there's something in there that's really groovy, uh, there's stuff in there that's very emo, there's stuff in there that's very post-hardcore, uh, oh my
2: gosh, I... Aaron, what about you? What, Post, what do you notice? Post-emo core. All right. Aaron, what do you got?
0: Uh, that's tough. I mean, I totally agree with Jesse on the emo thing. There is... I didn't really think of it, but he mentions that I do agree with him on the, the post-hardcore. There's, like, elements of it. But I, I don't think it's enough to say that I would classify it. That I would even put post-hardcore in the name of it um yeah yeah i don't know i might just call it emo just
2: wow just call it good emo dang (laughs) i mean i would argue that the quintessential emo like project was dashboard confessional like that would be like the rallying point for the emo genre to me yeah certainly um and i feel like this is way far away from that yeah, but that's all that's also my take
0: being sarcastic because i really i i don't know i mean like it, it jesse pointed out that there's so many there's elements of different genres in there but it's not like there's a substantial piece of any genre that like a substantial enough for me that i would even put the name of that genre in the name of the genre that I'm genreizing this
1: genre of music into a genre. Part of what makes this band great, which is perfectly highlighted in this song is that they are very dynamic.
2: Yeah. So this was the band brand new, um, who for many, many years was one of my,
1: that was brand
0: new.
2: That was brand new. (laughs) Um, and I very much liked Brand New for many, many years. There, there have been some off-the-stage issues um, that, that have kind of, they, they're sort of fallen from grace now because of some possible, um, some accusations of some like sexual misconduct and things uh, with Jesse Lacey. Um, uh, it's from the album. It's maybe my favorite album title of all time. Um, I don't know if you know this record at all, Aaron, but I think you should should try it on. The album is called "The Devil and God Are Raging Inside of Me," uh, which is a phenomenal name, I think, for a record. Um, song's called Sewing Season," um, and I would I would give it a a, a couple of a couple of thoughts to add on because I think you guys are right there somewhere. It's somewhere in what you were saying. What I love about Brand New is that. As the post hardcore thing happened and then some people went sort of screamo where there was like that hyper processed thing that happened um, like I think a lot of the, of the screamo screaming was it all kind of sounded the same to me I was never super into it um, I thought that brand new still throughout that entire time cared deeply about the way a guitar sounds And they care deeply that the singer is a good singer. Like, he can sing with a voice that if he was in, like, a chorale or choir or something, it would be a good voice. And when he needs to push it to the point of, like, it breaking down, it's, like, a true, like, pleading. Like, he sounds like he's pleading without, like, faking it to me. Um, And so... I would say yeah there's a post hardcore thing there there's a bit of an emo thing there I think there's also a bit of just an alternative music something to them uh like a little bit of a nirvana forward thread of like guitar amp sing um they have they have something from that for sure in them
1: it is a choice to be alive so high
2: Okay, so um, I think we're about ready to wrap it. I think we're about ready to wrap it. Before we do, this this chat has been going off on the stream of consciousness. Jesse just left us with a gem. I have not even read all of this. So I'll read it out loud for the first time. Shoving celery sticks under your fingernails for pleasure. Those
1: holes I can't see the shadows taking over my
3: life to be all right. is a to
2: all right well thank everybody for hanging out with us for a little bit and talking about some tunes Uh, We we really appreciate you stopping by the punk tree. Uh, You can hit us up on all the social medias and stuff. This has been an episode of punk nibbles or as Jesse just called them pink nubbles. So thank you pink nubbles. Yep. Thank you so much for hanging out. Uh, Check out some of our previous episodes if you haven't yet. And also check out other shows um, on the Pantheon podcast network of which we are proud members. And um, We want to thank our sponsor, um, AKG Harmon, for hooking us up with some sweet recording gear. You guys are cool. We'll talk to everybody later. Be excellent to each other. But I have a choice to be alive. There is a choice to be alive.
1: When failure keeps you up at night. So every morning I will try And I will never stop the fire I have a choice to be alright
3: It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football.